It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. All right, so we have Cindy Munson and Josh West on the line. It's time for Crossfire. Good morning, guys. Are you both on the line? Uh, we, we live. I'm here, dude. All right, Cindy Munson, are you there? I am. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, we, we've Good got morning. a we've got a new system, and and uh, so we're trying it out here. See what's going on. But we got you hooked up. That's the important thing, right? Getting high tech out there. <laughs> we are. I mean, this new system. In some ways, it's less complicated. But we just had had uh, had had. I don't think your phone's a new system, though, dude. It was, that was a big button phone, and I could hear those numbers. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, that's right. Well, welcome to the show today. And uh, Josh West is from Grove, Oklahoma, filling in for Anthony Moore. He's wanting his own show, Cindy. I do. I, I'm, I'm going to push for that. Josh, that sounds about right. <laughs> I can make it happen. I've got a podcast. Some people love to hear themselves talk. No, no. The only reason I listen to myself is because I critique myself. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, right. Do you play it back in your head or do you record it? No, I, I go back and listen to it and it comes out so I can see. Because I have a huge habit of saying things like, um, so, and, uh, uh and that guy. Well, hey, that's just, you, you nah, know I'm not going to change that. You know what I mean? I'll, you know I what I mean? I will always keep my dead gums in there. Cause <laughs> I'm just Delaware County. <laughs> That's the Delaware County. So yeah, I, I, we do that a lot. You have to. You really do. Uh, that's a good idea to to look back. No, and, I do. I seriously go back, even in, if I debate or present a piece of legislation. I always go back, and you know, you always want to. You, I'm, I'm I'm my hardest critic, probably like Cindy and everybody else. You know, when you go back and look at yourself. So yeah. you know we're live on the radio, and there's seven dirty words you can't say on the air. And sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes you said a couple of those. So be careful. Has he? I haven't. You've come I pretty haven't close. said the 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 p. Yeah, the, I do. What, the, what are those words? Well, the p word is one that you can't say. So that <laughs> any s words in there? No, I've never words. said that. Dude. Anyway, um, it doesn't matter. At this uh, point. It just. <laughs> so I want to talk about the ethics. My name is Kevin McDougal. Kevin right, McDougal, <laughs> are you for the capital punishment? That's, that's, that's an inside joke. Okay. Oh, boy. Kevin, right. are, are you for capital punishment? Kevin. Dude, that's, you that's, just called someone Kevin. Yes. I know that's Kevin yeah, McDougal. Oh, okay. That's his I buddy. am, man. I, I am. I am. But I, I, I see Kevin saying, you know, they did a lot of research on that. That's, that's another topic. But let's get this thing going. I feel like we're all over the place. Yeah. Sounds okay, right. so right. I want to talk about the Ethics Commission. Uh, the head of the Ethics Commission resigned last week, uh, Ashley Kemp, who used to be the House attorney uh, when I first joined uh, the House back in 2009. And now she's been over at the uh, Ethics Commission for some time. She quit because she says she doesn't have enough money to operate with. Uh, so what's, uh, let's start with you. Uh, your thoughts about that, Josh, and we'll get uh, Cindy's uh, opinion. Uh, yeah, I think she officially leaves at the end of the year, but, um, you know, you probably remember this, Harold, you know, she said she didn't need a legislature. If you remember, uh, probably it was one of the first meetings that she attended, she, and I'll paraphrase, but she said, you know, I'm only here as a courtesy, uh, that she didn't need us. And then some of the decisions that she has made, um, they haven't been good. You know, she's she has fined um, different organizations and been taken to court and lost and had to pay, you know, $100,000 in attorney fees plus the settlement. And um, she got money. Hell, she extorts members with these crazy exorbitant, you know, fines and fees. So yeah, I don't believe the fact she had any money. 
So is she trying I, to raise I, money I, I by, by uh, getting uh, fines? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Good grief. Yeah, she does. Hmm. So Anyway, that's my opinion. So I, she, and I don't dislike Ashley, but that's that's the reality. That she, she charges huge fines and fees to members and you know organizations, and oftentimes she loses those and gets put up in court, too, and has to pay those things back. So anyway, I'm going to... Don't cry. Just do your job and let's roll. Okay, so so Representative Munson, your your thoughts, Honorable Cindy Munson, the minority floor leader. Well, I think it's it it it's, it's, it is sort of tricky in that you know the ethics commission is essentially you know and it's supposed to be an oversight committee over what we're doing with campaign monies and things like that. And I would say you know in terms of funding the ethics commission it, it would be wise of us to better fund them so they can be a little more proactive in catching things especially um and and all you know harold you understand this too. i mean there are times where you know you're putting your ethics reports together and sometimes a mistake is made or a typo is made and yes there's a fine or a fee that comes out or you've made a mistake and you have to amend the report you know, at the end of the day, we have to report everything we do, what we spend, what we raise, um, and line those things out, and they have to fall within the boundaries of what we can use our money for. Um, and I think, you know, we, we put the Ethics Commission in a bad spot by, by underfunding them, then, yeah, you we're, the fines and the fees kind of get, uh, you know, they're big, and they're, uh, they certainly get, it's frustrating, especially if you make a small mistake. You could be fined a thousand dollars, and when there could be real bad actors out there that aren't being caught ahead of time, and having you know staff members that are actually because I, I think they're typically behind about an election cycle or two when it comes to going through ethics reporting, PAC reporting, you know, and individual campaigns and organizations like Josh mentioned. So it's one of those things that like you're asking the legislature to fund and regulate an entity that's supposed to be regulating us and overseeing us. And so it's, um, I think it's a complicated situation. But, you know, I think for Ashley, I think she's done as good of a job as she can. Um, I've interacted with her a few times. Uh, it's always good not to interact with the ethics commission director. Um, and so if you don't hear from her, you're probably doing okay. And so, uh, but I, I imagine her job is extremely frustrating. And, you know, you're, you're, like Josh said, you know, she's sort of, you know, holding those accountable that she's also asking funding for. And so you're put in a weird spot. Um, and well, so, I don't have a uh, bad relationship with them, Cindy. I, know you, I mean, I, I don't want to seem come across like I'm uh, being a punk. But, I, I mean, I, I talk to them often just for the fact that, like Cindy said, everything we do, there's if, if you're willing to risk, like, going to prison over a $47,000 year job, then... Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, this is one of the only jobs where your your word means something. You can't take, you know, there's no secret meetings or nobody's taking cash, and everything we do is put on an ethics uh, report. But if I am going to donate to, you know, a local baseball team or something like that in my district or a school or what have you, um, I always call them, and then when I talk to whoever I talk to within the ethics commission, I annotate that in my notes. Um, so I talk to them. I think, you know, I, I, I have no issues with them personally. It's just. The only thing I can say, just my own personal experience for the 12 years that I was there, a couple of the previous administrators 
were a little bit more, uh, I guess, a little easier to work with. And if there was a minor problem, they worked with us on it, and, and we corrected the problem without a big fine or something. Well, you remember the old Johnny Tabak speech on the floor? The old, you know, my district, the crackers and my chili. <laughs> Yes. When Johnny, you were still there, yeah. Johnny, it was 2017, probably. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Before he changed over to the Republican Party, yeah. He. Um, so anyway, yeah. But to your point, you know, I don't dislike them. It's just I think she won it. So uh, she has become a little adversarial. Uh, that's yeah. my impression, yeah. at least. Uh, and I, I liked her too, and I worked with her, and I even tried to run some legislation. Is that? Uh, yeah. Is that a good enough reason for underfunding, though? Well, not, well, I don't think they are underfunded. Go ask Kevin Wallace if they're underfunded. Well, she seemed to think so. Uh, well, any, well, because any, every, any every agency director thinks they're underfunded. I mean, Does she justify but, her needs? I'm saying you go ask, Mustafa, if you go up to the Capitol and ask all 100 yeah, million agency directors up there, they're all going to say that they don't have enough money. Yeah, just like I, a, I knew one one time that said they were okay. <laughs> Out of yeah. twelve years, was that your, your group, uh, Harold? No, not uh, my group. Was, okay, Representative Munson, let's turn a different direction real quickly before we take a break. The, you're coming back, uh, the minority leader uh, to to override a veto. Are you on board with uh, the veto? And uh, that's the thirty first. You're going to be meeting, and it's the I believe it's the is it the cigarette tax that you're going to be overriding this time, or is it the gas tax? We are uh, headed back to the Capitol on Monday, and it is the tobacco, travel tobacco uh, compact. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's the compact. The compact, (laughs) compact, But it is a tax. It's a sharing of the tax, though. That's what I guess I was getting at. But it's the compact that we are extending. We're not raising the tax or anything like that. We're just extending the compact by one year. Um, and we, yes, so we supported this, uh, you know, when we were in our regular special session time before June and July. So, you know, Democrats, uh, will continue to, to, uh, we will support the override. And, um, like we, you know, we've talked about numerous times here. I mean, what's going on between the governor and the, really the governor who's creating all of this, um, really needs to end. And we certainly, you know, Look forward to hopefully being a part of that solution, at least for now, um, to continue negotiations and conversations. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back on Monday. The Senate came in last week, um, got their stuff done. And so hopefully we will wrap all this up Monday morning. And, uh, Josh, where the Republicans stand on extending the compact? You're going to override the veto because it's going to take Yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, here, here's the deal. It doesn't, despite what you've seen on, on TV here in the you know, recent weeks and months, uh, it, it, there's no, we didn't change anything. It's a current compact. And so that's, you know, I live in Eastern Oklahoma. If you look at my, my house district five, you know, 42% of my constituent base is a tribal citizen too. Uh, and they're Republicans. And so it's not a partisan issue. Uh, it's never been a partisan issue up here. It's just, it's part of our history. And it didn't change anything though. It was made to look like the, you know, I've gotten emails from, from some, some groups, uh, in the state and they're saying that, it's it's completely wrong what they're coming out with. You know, like we we've changed something with the compacts, and no, nothing changes. This gives them a year to either work something out or not. Um, what I worry about is that the compact, you know, is expired, and if what happened with the, you know, the hunting and fishing um, license compact that we had, um, you know, they didn't extend that. They wouldn't work with it. So the tribe just said, okay, yeah, we. It, 
we were doing this working with the state, and it was a net positive for the state. Yes. Um, they did get those hunting and fishing licenses at a discounted rate, but they bought one for every single tribal citizen, whether they hunted and fished or not, whether they already had a lifetime hunting and fishing license. And so it was a net positive. And so when that happened, the, the tribes just said, okay, screw it. We're just, you don't have to have one if you're on tribal territory. And so we lost money with that. So that's what, honestly, um, one of the, the worries that I have if, if we don't figure out something, we've got to have a solution. I mean, this has been three years of back and forth, and it's not healthy. Uh, like I said, it's not a partisan issue where I'm from. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, speaking of the compacts, we had General Drummond on earlier this week, and he talked about his lawsuit against the governor. Uh, he's saying we need to go around and let the legislature do the work. So let's we'll talk about that right after uh, these messages. With all the different Internet providers coming in, you have a choice to make. You can choose the big-name companies that make big promises, or you can choose the local guys that have earned your business time and time again. Hudson Technology has provided Western Oklahoma with top-of-the-line high-speed Internet since 2004, and they continue to provide you same-day, one-of-a-kind service so you always stay connected. Make the smart choice. Choose Hudson Technology, just south of Tractor Supply in Weatherford. 7.99 extra large pizzas, 9.99 extra large specialty pizzas, 5.99 burger baskets and chicken baskets. All these amazing deals found on the ASAP Energy app. Order delicious food from select ASAP General Stores and Lucille's Roadhouse in Weatherford and Clinton. Track your kickback points, get specialty coupons only offered on the app, and you can even access Philip 66 and earn up to 15 cents off every gallon of gas. All from this one app. It's the ASAP Energy app, available in the app and Google Play stores. Download it now. Do it. We are turning it up this summer. Burning heat means burning hot savings at Cummins and Weatherford. Now's your chance to drive away in a new 2023 Ford F-150. You'll be driving the hottest ride in town. The price is right and the ride is powerful. And that means Ford Tough. Best financing, best service, best Ford experts in Western Oklahoma. Cummins Ford Lincoln and Weatherford, just off I-40 and Airport Road. And online at CumminsFordWeatherford.com. Build Ford Tough. 22 minutes now. How's it going? Josh, Josh West on the line, along with uh, Cindy Munson. Welcome. Yeah. I talked to Rocky yesterday. You're on the air. Oh, right on. We're back. <laughs> yes. Back you, conversation there. You are See, back. We're friends. I heard. I was listening. No. <laughs> so, so, back. back to that's funny. The hammer you guys just let us go. Yeah, we hate <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, come on now. We had General uh, Gatner Drummond on earlier this week. He was in Weatherford. We had him on the radio in this segment, and he says he's filing this lawsuit. He has filed a lawsuit against the governor says he's not handled uh, these compacts very well. What are your thoughts, uh, Representative Munson, on that? And uh, do you think that's a good idea? Well, like Josh mentioned, I mean, it, you know, this has been going on for three or four years now. And, you know, to to have him intercede is, I mean, it's certainly not a surprise. I mean, Gettner Drummond, excuse me, the attorney general has and I think he came out to Western Oklahoma this week, I thought I saw. So I'm sure you heard a lot about what he's doing just beyond the news, but really interceding on some things that have been pretty controversial and uh, probably not something most people expect because he is in the same party as the governor and the state superintendent of public education. But like, <clears throat> like 
the attorney general said, I mean, the continuing to attack and, and um, sort of go after the tribes and share misinformation versus doing what governors historically have done in Oklahoma. Like we've said on the show before, it's not like there hasn't been any kind of conflict or controversy or disagreements between governors and tribal leaders in the past. It's just it's never been like what we're seeing today. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, by continuing to fight, by, you know, having costly lawsuits and things like that, um, we're not able to do what the tribes in the state of Oklahoma have done, which is work together, uh, figure out ways to have a partnership to benefit those in the state of Oklahoma and also the tribal nations. And so um, I'm glad to see that he is stepping in. It'll be interesting to see how everything goes. But and like Representative West mentioned, you know, this is not a partisan issue for us and it really shouldn't be. This should be this is something you will you will see and continue to see Republicans and Democrats, you know, those of us who understand what the tribes do for the state of Oklahoma, especially in communities where tribes have a large presence um, in eastern Oklahoma and they help our schools, our roads, uh, hospitals, healthcare, all of that. Um, and it benefits all of us across the, of the state of Oklahoma. And so um, hopefully we'll see what happens, but it would be nice to have this sort of calm down and the governor to back off a little bit. Representative, I don't think he will. Representative, um, <laughs> re, re, West, re, West. Yes. It's a good, probably a good, um, I guess, Harold. Yeah. As Representative West, do you, he, he said, I asked him, I said, who, who will negotiate these compacts if, if the governor doesn't do it? He says that he thinks the legis that's their job, the legislature's job. What are your thoughts? Well, I think it, uh, it was a uh, precedence was set, and, we, and, and the Oklahoma Supreme Court agreed that we do have uh, the ability to do that. I, I think that we got to do something. Like I said, we're you know this has been going on since the fall of 2019. Um, after, you know, after the McGirt decision, uh, you know, Supreme Court made a, a ruling on the McGirt decision, and, and there's you know both sides um, you know have kind of drawn lines in the sand at times. Uh, but like I said, my way, it's not political. I mean, I, if you take Chief Hoskins and I with the Cherokee Nation, we're, we're totally different politically. But we're dealing with another government. This has nothing to do with, uh, you know, whether we agree, you know, politically or not. It's about we've got to move forward. And so I, I support, uh, you know, Gettner doing this, uh, General Drummond. Um, you know, we have to do something. And they are good partners. You know, I've got the, not just the Cherokee Nation uh, where I live. I've got nine tribes up in Miami where Bayshore is. A lot of my constituents remember those tribes too. And, and so, like I said, it's you know some of those. <clears throat> if you look at politics, some of those chiefs up there in Miami, specifically, they're, they're Republican conservative chiefs. And so, uh, we got to figure out something. Um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, also to the point. You know, Gettner's a friend of mine. Um, uh, there's always. It seems like now. They're small tier motors. I would say that if you're going to look who's going to, you know, run for governor, I don't care if it's Chucky McCall throwing stuff out there for the last three years, Dadgum Treat here recently, or Drummond. I think that they will use this also to, to politic on, you know, in, in the next governor's race. But so, uh, but I do support him doing this. And I think we hopefully we, you know, he could be, you know, I thought he could be used as a mediator at one point. That's not going to happen. But I think we have to do something. So real quickly, uh, speaking of the chiefs, I understand that with one of the compacts dealing with the tags, there are a number of cases where 
uh, we're not charging certain tribe tags the money for these turnpike fees. On turnpike? Yes. I think because they didn't have the, the program in place, because right now we're going to a, um, you know, but you drive, there won't be any gates to turnpike, right? So it'll be mm-hmm. out you know, they'll take a picture if you don't have if you don't have a pike pass, then they'll you know take a picture of your plate and send you a bill. Uh, so they're trying to get everybody to go to the pike pass, but they didn't have the program place to identify because I believe, yeah, I think it's two different programs with a an Oklahoma tag versus a tribal tag. Yes. and so it, I don't think we had the um, equipment. We can't read the tribal tags and find out who belongs to it. So that that was talked about on on social media here uh, recently. Um, you know, people say, well, I run the, I run the turnpike all the time and I've never got built for it. So I don't, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot of issues. I'm not, McGird has, has created some issues. That's no doubt about it. Uh, Cindy, but that was specifically for law enforcement. Cindy, may, may ex- explain to our audience what sovereignty means to these nations. <laughs> you're, you're opening up a can of worms. Yeah, there. we're out of time, know, like, too, so we'll just like, save that for next time. 30 minutes. But. Okay, because that's where I stand on this thing. The sovereignty should be granted it to these granted. nations. So yes. if they don't want to pay the well, tax bills, don't pay it's them. It's a matter of no, just respecting kidding. their sovereignty, acknowledging and respecting their sovereignty, and understanding the history of this country and tribes and why we're even here today. It would be nice for the governor maybe to crack open a book and and read i thought you were gonna say American crack open history. a bottle <laughs> that's what he's doing no though. a book a book okay all right <laughs> it'll take you a lot further than a bottle too to um but uh anyway i did want to talk about something fun but i'll wait till you ask me we're what ready. we're doing this week. What's what fun? are you doing okay. this week we're about well, out of time. I don't want you to hear what I'm doing this weekend, but you should know that Representative Jared Deck is coming home in Clinton. He's putting on a free concert. I can't remember which park it is. I have to see Acme Bricktown, Acme Park, There you go. So Yeah, he's he is. That's correct. And are I you will coming be out there. for. Are you coming well, out for the concert? I'm not. I'll actually. I'll be closer to Josh West. I'll be in Tulsa for a, an event there, but. But he'll be out there at seven o'clock on on this Friday night. Yes. Tonight. What do you got? Awesome. Awesome. It's not got a big, got a big Democrat in there. McLean Rogers Park. Rogers mm-hmm. Park. I, the amphitheater. What you say? Yeah, I'm jo- raising billions of dollars in Tulsa. Josh, are what, you? What do you have to say <laughs> this morning? Any final words before we get out of here? You know, I'm actually looking forward to session. I'm going to do last session as crappy as it was. Honestly, optically, I got some stuff done in district. You know, I've been working on a four lane road between. Grove and Jay forever. Uh, Rick Littlefield started it in the '80s, working on this, and so we got that done. Uh, but this year, you know, I've been I've been honestly working with uh, the, the state auditor, Auditor Cindy Bird, on some ways to mitigate. You know, I hate the crap that we see in the media with, um, you know, the, the out of control. It's with the education, with the all that stuff. Um, it was not transparent. You know, the legislature gets blamed for 100 of the problem most of the time, and we appropriate. 46 percent of the budget but there's ways that that cindy you know working with the state auditor that we can mitigate that where that stuff doesn't happen so that i'm excited for that i'm working on some stuff with domestic violence um i've met with some local uh advocates and and so i'm excited for session you know it's it's it'll be good to get this second second round of the 59th here and and start seeing the legislation pop up and i'm gonna i'll probably do a presser within the next month and a half or so when i uh, get the language finalized with the um, on specifically done with education funding. So uh, yeah. this week, Anthony more Moore, transparent. Anthony Moore spoke at Rotor, and he says uh, Kyle Hilbert is going to probably be the new speaker. Are you supporting Kyle Hilbert? What does that look like? 
I am. I mean, Kyle and I uh, had a had a a big talk in December, and you know, we're classmates, we're friends. Um, I, I think that we can, you know, compared to other speaker races, you know, there's a better way to do it. And so we sit down, and, and you know, just between Kyle and I, we said, "Hey, this is something we both like to do. Let's put fillers out there." And and so I am supporting Kyle, and uh, we we have been working that since January, and and uh, nothing is ever. You know, in, in caucus politics, especially, you know, there's nothing ever in the bag, but we're in a good position and we're, and we're working. He's working. He's all across the state this summer and, and we're helping, uh, you know, create a new uh, pack, kind of I did, and, and uh, that's going well. And so it's, I'm excited to see the transition um, into, in, into new leadership in the next year. Very good. Thank you both for being on. Josh, you'll be back again next week. I won't be here. I'm going to be on uh, vacation, but uh, Todd Bruner will be filling in for me. Is, is Mustafa going to come on or is it going to be Todd? Josh, Ben, that you're going to show up, I will show up. Cindy? last time Todd was there, you weren't there, Mustafa. I, I know, and and I I won't make that mistake again. You granted Representative right, West, my presence will be here. Representative Munson, nice talking with you again. And much good vibes. Mm -hmm. Always good. Very good. Thank you all for being on. We'll talk to you next week. All right, gentlemen. Have a a good week. uh, Weekend out in Western Oklahoma. Hope you're still getting some rain. We'll need some more here before long. So thank you. That's it for Crossfire this week right here on The Right Time for Western Oklahoma. Cindy Munson and Josh West filling in for Anthony Moore this week. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.